and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 368 for patch 7.3. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. This is Freckleface. And this is Root. We are going to get caught up with you guys about what's been going on with us over our holiday break. We've got some tips on hosting a casual Hearthstone gathering and another installment of Fly on the Wall. So hey, Frickleface. Hey there, Roots. Tell me about your month and a half in the Blizzard universe. Uh, it's only been like a month. Tell me about what you, what's been going on. I've gotten some stuff done. Have you? I have. Um, I finished my shaman class campaign. Okay. And then got the shaman class mount. What is the what is the mount? Um, it's it's an elemental that you ride. Oh, I seen that thing moving around. Yeah, yeah. And depending on what spec you're in, it can either be in a water, air, or a fire one. Oh, neato. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, it looks like people are okay. like riding a fart. You'll never look <sighs> you at it the same. You <laughs> 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 did. It's like a little fart blossom going along through Dalaran. It's like, hello, hey, yeah, cool. Well, but it's got arms. Yeah, so, it does have arms. Yeah, a little fart with arms. Anywho, <laughs> so I'm pretty proud of that. Um, on my hunter, I went ahead and got the third artifact. Uh, also for my rogue too. So now I'm down to four classes where I have all three artifacts and the class campaign and the class mount done. Does the um, uh, does the hunter any any of those like talk to you? No, the mage arcane staff talks to me a yeah. lot. Yeah, my floating head as a as a demonology warlock talks to me a lot because he's yeah. from Argus. Right. So he talks to you a lot. Well, if you play Hearthstone, you can get the uh the weapon called a Luneth, which is which is one of the major artifacts. So if you want to get a an idea of how sassy he can be. Can sassy. You, yeah, he's sassy. You can get that in Hearthstone? Yeah. And does it talk to you with the same sassiness in Hearthstone? There's some voice lines with it, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So you can get a sense of his personality there. Uh, you know, I've been running uh, pet dungeons. Pet dungeons. And raids. M- MPR <laughs> is on the calendar. Yeah. Mage pet runs. <laughs> well, we figured it out. You go with your mage. I take my druid. And my run speed in feral, your blink speed keeps up with me. Yeah. Plus the mage, I can port you everywhere. And as and a... Easy as, to hop around. Yeah. And then as the um, as a druid, I can heal. But when we get to Sinestra, is that her name? Uh, no. The dragon no? that you have to heal and ice yeah. crown. Yeah, the green one. Starts with a V. Vanestra? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get to heal her really quickly. And yeah. That, that fight's over before we get there. <laughs> because, like, as soon as I'm in range, I cast the heal. And it's like, by the time you catch up, you, like, blink and we're done. And it's like, okay, where's our loot chest? Yeah, it's fun. We get, like, what, six or seven raids done in about, um... Two or three hours. Yeah, two or three hours, depending on breaks and uh, yeah. anything else. And you know, a lot of times we're indecisive. We need to make a list, like our our path. Because it seems like a lot of times we're like, okay, where where do we want to go next? We're like, well, where do we go to next? La-? You know, we need to, so we need to optimize. See, that's that's the difference between you and I. You like patterns a lot. Yes, I do. I like for things to be different. Spontaneity. Yes, not spontaneity necessarily, but I get a little bit tired of doing the same thing over and over again. Oh. So I've been doing a little bit randomly. Is that why, like, because I noticed the other night um, you went up the right side of the staircase that I always go up, and you took the mobs on the right, which I always get, and I had to go get the mobs on the left? 
You know, I wasn't even super paying attention at that point. Oh, that bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I just get the most on the ring. Oh, is that, is that your future side had to go? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yes. Actually, I think so. Okay. You had to um, go do the little mini boss and then press yeah. the lever. No, no. We do we know, we do right and left on that one. We do that one fine. That was okay. It was somewhere else in there where uh, I go to the right and you went to the to the right. I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> I apologize. You, you, you always go to the left. <laughs> I always, always, always go to the right. That's all right. We we can figure out a pattern. There's about there's about seven raids overall. We need to do. Yeah, I mean the. Uh, I would rather not necessarily call it a pattern, uh, but if there's a way to optimize which ones we go to next based on a lot of it gets taken away of because of, because of the fact that you're a mage, we get a lot of bonus yeah. time saved there. So we may not have to worry about that type of optimum. And then when we're in there, I really don't care. It's just the pattern. Well, I'll send you the list, and you can tell me if there's an yeah. optimal way to go. All right, that'll work. Yeah. That'll give me something to do. Yeah, we still haven't <laughs> done Dragon Soul in a while. Yeah, after we After well, failing on the spine. Yes, and we need to figure Dragon. out spine. Once we figure out how to two-man spine, we'll be fine on Yeah, but I think once, on spine. once we're either done with Ice Crown or Old War... Then we'll have a little bit more room in our rotation to throw that back in there. What means done? Uh, for me, it's having collected all the pets. Okay. Yeah. Are they gonna put new pets in there, like next patch? Well, the pattern has been when they when they add pets to a dungeon, they add it to, or I'm sorry, a raid. They add it to something they didn't have it there previously. Okay. Uh, so like they did a um, raid raids as leeches, Burning Crusade edition, and they added pets to a bunch of Burning Crusade raids. The last one that they did was Lich King, which I haven't finished before they went and added some for Cataclysm. So right now we're working on Lich King and Cataclysm era raids because I don't have all the pets from there yet. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I'm assuming the next thing that they would add would be Pandaria. Pandaria. Yeah, yeah pets. Yeah, we went and did Mogushan Vaults, which you haven't done in a long time. <laughs> yeah. 25 heroic. Yeah. <laughs> and still one shot at everything. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there, there was some nostalgia going through that one, but a lot of times it's like, where do we go after this? I forget. Yeah. I actually got an achievement for getting a set of, uh, clothing from Old War. Very cool. pretty cool. cool. Yeah. If yeah. you go into that, the Shift P, the collection. Yeah. My Shift can, P collection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to get there other than, other than clicking Shift P, but. The icon in the corner of your mini map, mini icon. Uh, not, not the mini map. I, but I your... have that bar hidden because yeah. to me it takes up unnecessary space in my UI. Hey. I know all the shortcuts. Yeah, the reason I had mine, my shortcuts back, but for like I don't know, number years, Shift P did something else for me. Oh, yeah. And you... I had remapped it, and everyone's like Shift P. I'm like, no, I won't remap it. <laughs> They're like, just put it back to what it was. No, I shan't. It was pretty cool. Like you can actually see the progress that you made toward getting a complete set. In uh, each raid and each difficulty on each raid. And so that's why I was kind of fussing every time we'd go into a raid. I'd say, let me figure out what difficulty we need. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I would go in and see what items I was still missing. Is there a progress bar that fills up from left to right to 100%? Uh, no, but there's oh, a okay. fraction. Oh. Like like, like 5 of 16? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that a fraction? Yes. Okay. That's the definition of a fraction. But it's, no, it's like five of sixteen. It's not five sixteenths, or maybe it is. Oh uh, well, I guess. But that's what you're saying. Math. Yeah. Math. <laughs> <laughs>
And oh man, in Hearthstone, I have been absolutely obsessed with those dungeon runs. Those are rather fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've only got it down with four classes. Still working another five. It's crazy. I haven't finished one yet, so. Well, it's crazy. And and the reason what makes me frustrated by doing every other solo activity was that it was very repetitive. And this is not. And I don't have to worry about building a deck. There is choices that you make, but you're not sitting that. there building a deck. Yeah. And it's random. You know, you never know what bosses you're going to get. You never know what cards are going to be offered. Which both things I really, really like. That it yeah. plays, it um, it really, for my play style, is really good. Because I don't yeah. have all the cards. I used to, remember, that used to be one of my biggest complaints about not being able to play Hearthstone. Is it really didn't have a good solo mode. And in order to play it successfully, you had to have all the cards. You just, you kind of got to have, or at least a set of really, really good cards. Yeah. So when this came out, I'm like, oh, I can kind of play this, and I can kind of get to a point where I can earn some cards doing this. That's I love the tavern brawls because of this. Sometimes, I mean, you get in there, you have, what, three tavern brawl victories, and you get a card pack. Classic card pack, but still a card pack. We only need one per week to get a card pack. Oh, is this one? One win? Oh, okay. That's true. And it's three regular wins to get you another one. Um, Well, no, you get, like, ten gold for every every three games you win any mode. But what I like about that, though, is... Um, the tavern brawls are all fun. Oh, they are. So I, I don't win them all. I still, uh, you know, sometimes need help get yeah. that win. But hey, that's all right. Well, what else have you been up to? Been trying to stay kind of current with LFR. So every time a new wing comes out, I'm trying to run that. I, I really, uh, I'm starting to miss normal rating, especially when we talk to our friends at like our our gatherings and. They're talking about their raid team doing this, their raid team doing that. And I'm asking differences on certain bosses and normal and heroic and then mythic. And uh, kind of, in a way, makes me miss that a little bit. I just don't have the time to dedicate to that right now. So I'm, I'm getting that uh, itch scratched in LFR. Okay. So I'm happy there. Right after Christmas, we took off and went up to Fairfax, Virginia to visit my in-laws. And in Fairfax, Virginia, um, there is a place called The Cave. So in Hearthstone lore, the cave has a tavern in it, and that tavern won the Tavern versus Tavern Invitational at BlizzCon last year. So being able to go to that little game place, it's basically a, uh, a computer gaming uh, location. Yeah, they've got some console games, and they've got some uh, like DDR, stuff like that there, but they have 67 PCs. So it's PC game, and you go, you, have, you can get a membership, you can pay by the hour, whatever the case might be. And so I was able to go there and uh, just experience that. I got to meet the innkeeper, which I've I've met him on several occasions, but he came up to to check me out. He brought me the Hearthstone trophy that they won. So oh, I got very to, cool. I got to see it, and that was yeah. kind of cool. I was like, oh, that's so neat. And uh, while I was there, I played a little bit of Hearthstone, did a tavern brawl, and uh, with my son. My son was there, and we got his wins. I got my wins. Like, okay, we, then we jumped into Diablo. And they were like, three other people at that location playing Diablo and so we all ended up in one group together and it was kind of neat you know we started a game and they joined our game one person did and then they said hey there's a game going on over here then they joined because our game was public and so everybody at the cave was in that game well people who were playing Diablo so there were like five of us running around it was a lot of fun and while we're running around we got the goblin that uh, takes you to Whimsy Shire which is the rainbow unicorn level in Diablo 3, the hidden oh, level. Oh, I still have him in there. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it People, like, 
I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is kind of fun. And there was there was one it was a, it was a girl who was playing with us as well, and she just went into like giggle mode. Yeah. And which I was like thinking, yeah, Freck would do this too. She'd yeah, just be like, oh my god, you know. <laughs> uh, we ended up like teleporting out of there. I had I want to say five times because our bags got full. And in Diablo, you loot and you go, you know, yeah, salvage yeah, right. and get the gold for it. I easily made 14 million gold in there. <laughs> uh, Inflation's a little, it's crazy. little something. So uh, Siren had uh, barely had a million. And so he's like, you know, he's thinking he's rich now. I'm like, no, now you need to go upgrade your blacksmith and get him all taken care of. Right. Uh, so that was pretty neat, though. That was a lot of fun. Uh, the only thing I really didn't like about that, there were some people at that location who were uh, playing PUBG. What's that? Uh, it is a first-person shooter or third-person shooter that is very, very popular with streamers. It's kind of like Call of Duty, but not. Okay. Uh, Battleground, so it's like last person standing or last team standing wins. And it can be you against 100 other people, you against 21 other people. It just depends on the on the map that you're on. Very popular game. But it tends to attract a very salty crowd. Uh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. There's Maybe it's old man root, but I was like really tempted to uh, ask someone to curtail the language a little. Because you know? <laughs> there was a lot. It wasn't like, hey, let's go get in, in, in the car. Well, every other word was, as Mr. Spock says, colorful metaphor. Uh, which... Like I said, I, you know, it was kind of like, eh, and it did kind of ruin a little bit of the atmosphere there. So, but you know, what can I say? I talked it up to Battle Panda because of some Australian student from Australia who was there as a chick trying to impress all the blokes around her, I guess, with her massive command of the foul language. I guess. <laughs> or she just likes talking that way. Could be. Um, and then uh, the other thing I did in WoW was really keep up to date on a lot of my auction house flipping. I was really happy with that. There's a lot of, I mean, I did the bread and cookie or the uh, ice cold milk and the and the cookies for Santa. Oh, right, right. I could you do have every this year. Ready to go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something you buy for a couple silver and you sell for a couple gold, but you still sell for a couple gold. You make a couple hundred gold doing that and yay. Nice. So, and then while I was uh, driving up uh, on I-95 headed north, I uh, was doing a lot of trading and stuff. It was, it was fun. Other than that, we've kind of really enjoyed our time off. Uh, it was a nice uh, time to refresh and regroup and refocus. And uh, we are so happy to be back recording with you guys and uh, producing the content that we do for you guys. So happy new year. We had a question sent in. Uh, this is from Elmroot. It says, hey, Root and Freck, been listening to you forever. Love the energy between you two, and that has kept me with you. Lately, I've been wondering how to make a casual Hearthstone night happen. Full disclosure, I'm not a computer-savvy person. That is a great question. We really appreciate that. It really, really is. So what some people may know and some people may not know is that uh, Freckleface and I also run uh, the Orlando area or the Florida area fireside group, which is the full-blown Hearthstone events. But the question is casual. And you can have a casual event without doing the entire fireside thing. And sometimes those are more intimate and more fun because you can actually have those at your house. Right. And the difference is that any fireside gathering would have to be a public event. Right. And they're frowned upon if they have them at your home. They really don't like that. 
you right because they want people to feel comfortable anybody comfortable. feel comfortable right. you know they want it in a public place which was one of the criteria and typically homes aren't considered public places but there is something to be said about the casual fireside events and we've had one or two of those i mean if you don't count just playing fire you know playing hearthstone every so often uh, we've had a couple of those where we've gathered with friends and had a nice little hearthstone gathering and we're going to talk about some of the ways you can do that because this is a great question We'll start off with what is uh, the the primary requirement, and that is internet access. Whether it be uh, a person's cell phone, if they're bringing, bringing their own device and they're going to play on their cell phone, if their cell phone has coverage, fantastic. If you are going to allow them to connect to your Wi-Fi, uh, then you best have decent internet. 10 meg connection or more, 60 meg would be best, gigabit would be the you know the better connection to have. Uh, but you can get away with a, about a 10 meg connection for a gathering. Now, if people want to be able to get that card back for playing with three other people, they all have to be connected to the same network, right? Yeah, that is still a requirement. Okay. But not necessarily a requirement just to have people to gather together just to play. Correct. And that one precedes the actual quote-unquote fireside gatherings, which they've made a huge interface change. So you can still get that card back just by playing with people on the same network. You also need to have access to power. If people are bringing devices or laptops or phones or tablets or whatever they're bringing, they're going to need to power those things. Batteries aren't going to last the entire time. So some power strips would be nice to have. Uh, Most homes are plenty well equipped uh, for a gathering just get some power strips and plug them in and you're good to go. I would advise you, though, if you can, have some charging cables for the phones or iPads or whatever's USB cables type stuff and the iPad cables if you have them. Because inevitably, people are going to forget their charging cables. Even if you remind them 17 times to bring their own charging cables, they'll forget their charging cables. Also, make sure you have comfortable seating. Extra pillows and blankets are always helpful. Yeah, a lot of couch seating, a lot of chair seating. Floor space is always good. For some people. Yeah. I ain't going to sell the floor. No, you're not going to sell the floor. Uh, Maybe something out like on the back porch. Uh, On that note, you may want, you know, ground rules apply. Uh, If you're having this at your house, uh, those are your home rules. If it is a non-smoking environment, everybody needs to be aware of that. And that's something you may need to state yeah. ahead of time yeah having blankets i think is is always good when people are going to be lounging around for a while uh for me you know when i'm holding something in my lap which which i do for hearthstone i like to have something uh to rest my elbows on it's okay. like having like a throw blanket just makes it a little bit more comfortable just makes me feel more relaxed i, I really would need to know the person if i was going to borrow a blanket really yeah you don't just have like Little throw blankets at your house? I do, but those are mine. <laughs> okay. I don't think that's a really personal thing. I mean, don't? I have like I have like my bed bedding that's one thing, but then like I just have blankets that are meant to be, you know, used in the living room that are just, you know, whatever. I wouldn't think anything about it. That's kind of odd that we have those different, <laughs> you know, ideas about it. I don't, I don't really think it's a personal thing. Um. Yeah, I'm not getting under your blanket at your house. No offense. I'll, I'll be cold. I don't, I don't know if you're picturing the same thing I'm picturing. 
No, I'm th- the little fleece things or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. You throw rugs or throw blankets. I know what you're talking about because we have them. Yeah. And I've had people over at my house who have used those blankets, and I'm just like, hmm. And as soon as they're gone, they go in the wash. So they're blankets that are out. For me and my family. And you feel weird that your guests use them? Why would you leave them out then? Well, they, that's where they live. Yeah, in the, in the public living area. In my living room. <laughs> it's not public. It's my. Yeah, okay, so that guest being over to my house does not automatically give them the right to use my blanket. It's my blanket. All right, I remember that next time I come over, don't touch Ruth's blanket. It's my blanket. <laughs> Like, I've had people over use my blanket, and when they leave, my blanket goes in a wash. All right, that's that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I got skin cooties. I don't want them skin cooties. People wearing clothes. Yeah, but not everywhere. I got, like, yeah, I exposed guess. arms yeah. and el- elbows and then the elbow flake skin things because they got the eschema, whatever it's called, going on. <laughs> Are you talking about eczema? Yeah, schema. That's terrible. Because they didn't, they didn't like, you know, they you know, they, <laughs> they got the lotion in the morning for their hands because their hands are dry, but they didn't rub uh-huh. the excess on their elbows like they're supposed to. You know, there's always going to be someone who comes over wearing really short shorts because it's Florida, oh. and then they're cold, so they need a blanket. You know, yeah. Um, tough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so blankets are optional. Maybe you have to be... Bring really your own blanket. Friends. Okay, bring bring your own bring your own snuggie. <laughs> Show up with a snuggie. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. Dude, I got my friend for Christmas a mermaid blanket. Like with the tail? Yeah, it's it's a blanket feet? that you wrap around your waist. Yeah. Through your feet and it's yeah. got a little tail at the end. So you can wrap your legs up and pretend you're a mermaid. So here's what they need to have. What's that? Uh so you know how the snuggies work, yeah? Uh huh. Okay, well they just need to have a blanket that like has a little bit of like a weighted area for your shoulders, so you're not keeping it on with your hands like you do a snuggie. It just kind of sits on your shoulders, okay. it's weighted, right? Uh huh. And then right around the lower kind of chest, stomach, lap area, it's like see through, so you can still see your devices underneath your the blanket. Maybe like a nice chiffon or something. See through chiffon. See through chiffon. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, but, Translucent. Oh uh, yeah, I could three D print that. <laughs> That's your tagline. Yeah. All right. Well, in the same vein of that, like, lap desks are really good for this type of thing. Bring your own. Yeah. If you have some, they're good to put out, you know. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. I have I, a couple at home. for they, I bought them for, like, $10. They're so yeah. handy. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Sometimes I, I use them for eating. Sometimes I, I prop up my iPad on it and play games. Sometimes for coloring. All right, well, you mentioned food. What about yeah. uh, what about food and drinks? What should you do for food and drinks at your uh, casual event here? All right, a couple things to keep in mind. Um, a lot of people make finger foods. But you are using your fingers for a device a lot of times if you're using a touch screen. Yeah. So finger foods themselves can get messy. So you might not want to do that. But on the other hand, you wouldn't want something that requires a knife and a fork. Because that gets too unwieldy. So you kind of want to strike a balance. So you're saying things that are, you can stick a toothpick in. Yeah. Cheese plates. Cheese plates. Meatballs. Ooh, sushi. Sushi. That's sushi. a fancy, fancy thing for a Hearthstone gathering, but it'd be good. 
They actually made a Hearthstone cookbook. Yeah, we've got one over there. Yeah, we do. It's it's not as good as the Warcraft cookbook, I have to say. Did they copy some of the recipes over? No. I, I have not read either. No, so. it's and it's smaller, so it doesn't look as good on the shelf next to them, uh, which made me a little disappointed. Is that why it made its way to the studio? Yeah. yeah I was wondering about yeah. that. And it wasn't as good being as thematic. You know, Warcraft, there are definitely recipes that they took. Fictional recipes and made real recipes for it, so it's, like, really neat. Yeah. Uh, but this is just kind of like, you know... Storm wind meatballs. And they're just like meatballs. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I really like the uh the fell eggs and ham. Or the fell eggs that you make. Thank you. I do like those. Those are um those are deviled eggs with avocado. Uh, I kinda struggle with that because avocado when you when it gets exposed to air turns brown. So they go very quickly from looking uh very bright green to very dark green. It's kind of how the fell works, too. And that's true. And it's like, yeah, it looks nasty because it's fell, but you're also going, eh. Now I'm just going to look at know. orcs and call them avocados. Yeah, avocados. Yeah, avocados. <laughs> yeah, and also the recipe requires some uh, olive oil, which I think I don't like the taste of it. Wow. I like huh? olive oil. I don't like the taste of this and the eggs. It'd be pretty easy to make some thematic drinks. You know, there's always a punch that can be made, you know, blue or red pretty easily. On that, unless you know your audience uh, very well that's coming over, uh, stay away from alcohol. Uh, if you know them and it's cool, that's fine. That's a whole different story. But if you don't know them, don't assume. It's better to be uh, play it safe. Yeah. So. Plus, you can always add that later. You can't really do anything afterwards if you make a bunch of... Well, you could just drink it all really well. quick. You can be like, hang on a sec. I got to take care of this. <laughs> And he'd be like, oh, I can see what you're doing underneath that blanket. <laughs> so, don't try anything funny. Background music. Have it. Please um, have something. It's something that can easily take care of any kind of awkward situation, that awkward silence that can happen. Oh, sure, yeah. So have something going. It does not need to be themed. Like, it doesn't have to be Hearthstone music. No. Actually, that Hearthstone music would get pretty repetitive it over does. a few hours. Yeah. So, you know, pick some Spotify or Pandora or Google Play Music, some uh, some playlist, and just have it going. Um, Or, you know, like a lot of cable channels have some stations on them. Tune into that. And candidly speaking, have some of that background music around your bathroom or bathrooms, plural, uh, just to provide an extra layer of confidentiality or seclusion. Sure. You know, privacy uh, with someone who happens to need to avail themselves of your mm-hmm, facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, guest house. What, what is your rule on guest house? What? Guest towels. You have guest towels at your house? No, I actually get those disposable ones, like the, kind of like the thick napkin ones. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it makes it easier. Bill's guest house always confused me growing up. Why is that? Because it's a towel, but we're not allowed to use that towel. Because <laughs> it's like, you, okay, there's the weirdest things. You have guest towels and you have guest soap. Like, why can't I? Maybe that's why I have issue with my blankets. Oh, yeah, up, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't allowed to use the guest towels. You weren't allowed to use the guest soap. Oh no, we didn't have any of that. We it's like fancy. all, oh, all it was fancy. It was like it was like cr- uh, carved out of like in, into like a little seashell. It's mm-hmm. All pretty. It's like I want to use that. It looks pretty. No, it's for the guests. No, if we're gonna do that, then you have to have a whole separate guest bathroom. That's one thing. Oh yeah. By the way, clean your bathroom before we have an event. Because, <laughs> dang. <laughs> 
what is also really helpful with these gatherings if you have some way to project onto your TV. Oh, yeah, like a Chromecast or yeah. Apple TV or a Roku or whatever the case might be. Yeah, because that can be really fun if you start doing one of your activities where um, you're focused on one match and then you can just kind of put that up on the screen let everyone watch. In that same vein, you want a way to uh, keep track of things, like a whiteboard. If you're doing a leaderboard type style yeah. or you keep points or anything like that, you want to be able to keep track of that very easily. Yeah, or chalkboard or just a piece of poster paper or something. Now, the biggest thing you need to have going into all of this is a plan. You've got to have a plan to be able to execute to have a successful event for your Hearthstone casual gathering. Remembering that this is not a fireside gathering, so you're not going to have any of the fireside gathering um, extras available to you. The Tavern Brawl is only available between uh, Wednesday and Sunday. So it's always something to keep in mind. So don't have a uh, Friday event. No, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, don't have yeah. a Monday or Tuesday event. Right. I mean, could just wouldn't have Tavern Brawl. How boring would that be? I know. And that might be fun, that Tavern Brawl, depending on what it is. Uh, it could be fun to just mess around. A lot of times they're team-based and you do it with friends and whatever, so it could be fun to do. It's a good time if people know an event is coming up to save some challenge a friend quests if they have one or the spectate quests or the one where you both get 80 gold or whatever it is. It'd be fun to save those if you know an event is coming up. Tell your friends, hey, save on any save any of those quests while we're going into this. Now, Frick, you talked about this earlier in the show, Dungeon Runs. Dungeon Runs bring a whole new level of esports in a way uh, to Hearthstone. Because now a casual event, you can have a timed dungeon run. So you could say, okay, we're going to start at uh, in 30 seconds, whatever, everybody get ready. It's set, go, and then for 10 minutes, uh, we're going to go on this dungeon run. And at the end of 10 minutes, we're going to come see who has defeated the most bosses. And if there's a tie, you go for another 10 minutes. If there's a tie, you go for There's so many ways to execute a dungeon run in a competitive environment. Some people do that for an hour, see how many bosses you get through. Some people will start a class and say, okay, we're running this class. First person done with this class gets a token. Now we're running another class, and they repeat and rinse, wash, repeat that whole process until they're done with all the classes. What I think is the most fun about doing these events in person is that you can make up these crazy rules that you wouldn't be able to do in-game. You could say you have to both make decks, and you can't use any epic or legendaries. Or even go farther and say no rares either. You could pick different themes. and Say one or both of you has to make a deck with only... Uh, troll minions. Ooh. Yeah. Or murlocs. Or murlocs. Or only uh, minions that are showing cleavage, or only minions that have oh, beards. Like that. There's a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, there are. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be kind of fun to kind of, you know, pick out and see how the different themes work with each other. Yeah. Um, if you look online, they call it deck challenges. And uh, Hearthstone deck challenges, a lot of innkeepers have made up special rules, and um, there are a lot of really, really clever ones out there. How about no spells? They'll get a little, yeah, it could work. Yeah. be fun. Kind of fun. Or, I would want to play it a lot, though. Or a deck with, um, like, no death rattles or no battle yeah. cries. Yeah, you can't, one of the popular ones, I don't really like it, but it's one of the popular ones is you can't use your hero power. Yeah. And then. Yeah, or uh, you can't go face. Or you can't, you can't attack with your hero, I mean. There's a lot of different ones. No taunt. No taunt minions. I think there's one, too, where you can attack, cannot attack the hero unless they don't have any minions. 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. So, I mean, the sky's the limit on this. It's just your imagination. And like I said, there are, uh, no, I'll give, once we're done with this, I'll give you a great resource to go check out. Uh, but it's up to you on that one. That is how clever you can be. Yeah. And the other thing we can do, um, now that you can export decks, as in you can make a deck and send it to somebody else with just basically a, a code and they paste it in, you can also do an activity where you would build a deck for your opponent. So Provided they have those cards, does it do... Yeah. Best guess or close enough replacements? No, it would just, it would, like, if they were missing three, it would just build a deck of 27. Oh, then have to fill yeah. them with whatever? To fill them whatever. But theoretically, in this, you would put, like, the worst cards. Maybe. You know, so they would probably have, maybe. Maybe? Yeah. So there was a, uh, a particular innkeeper um, that did a challenge like this. So this was uh, Scott Bites. And it was the same thing. It was build the deck, and then it was give that deck to your opponent. Yeah. But there, the catch was midway through, you swapped devices. Oh, crazy. Yeah. So and it was a time thing that nobody knew was coming. And you're, so you're, you know, you both built horrible decks for each other. And you're like, huh, huh. I mean, and then, <laughs> of course, then you got a horrible deck. You're like, oh, man. And then halfway through, you get your deck and he has. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now. The, I'm not a big fan of swapping devices. No, no. Personally. So here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. I totally get it. And I, I am the same way. Nobody's going to get my phone. I, it's my phone. I'm, it's, it's like I'm a blanket. <laughs> 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 I'm not giving anybody my phone. Um, this is done at, a, at a, uh, a PC gaming location where the devices are ones that everybody plays with. Gotcha. Now, you still need to give up access to your account, but you're right there by the person. Right. So they're not going to be doing And it's an honor system. They're not going to do anything crazy. Outside of the game, there are a ton of things you can do. Hearthstone Pictionary, where you just start drawing some. Remember the whiteboard? So if you have a couple whiteboards and you start trying to draw out a hero or draw out a spell, like if, if you had the, the spell Cataclysm and you're trying to draw out Cataclysm, you're trying to get your team to guess Cataclysm, what do you start drawing on the board to make people get, try to guess that? Or if you had like Boombot. Or alarm bot or angry chicken. What are you going to you know, So people have to draw that out. It's all Hearthstone related. Charades. Kind of same thing. Just, huh. if, you know, if you don't have your the whiteboard, just do charades. So with charades, you have to try to act out, you know, the card or the minion or whatever it is about Hearthstone to try to get your team to guess what you're doing. Now, there's a flip side to this whole game uh, or a series of games, and that's where the group is trying to get one person to guess what's going on. So usually in this scenario, you have something projected behind the person who is the target. The person's trying to guess everything. And now you have the entire group trying to act out and charade out what that is behind them. And that's oh, that's, that's a lot Oh, it's a lot of fun because you have different people have different takes on what that is and how to, you know, how to describe it. If you have the iOS, <laughs> the iOS. Yeah, great. Thanks for if you have an iOS device, uh, you can get a game called Heads Up. Yes, it is available on, on Androids as well. However, the iOS version for a very low fee, like two bucks, you can uh, get a blank deck and make your own Heads Up deck. Now, the way Heads Up works is you take your phone and you kind of face it towards everybody and you put it on your forehead in landscape mode and it has a word on it. And as soon as the as soon as people are trying to give you clues to guess the word that's on your forehead, and as soon as you guess the word, they go yes, and then you flip the phone down and you flip it back up and it's got a new word. 
and this is timed, and after every word, the timer gets shorter and shorter and shorter, and people get louder and louder and louder, and this is a hugely chaotic event, and it's hilarious. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, you can get a heads up for, like, the Android devices, but it's just the, the stock ones, and you can buy extra decks, but it's not anything cool like a blank deck like iOS. So there's a, um, there's a website that does uh, quizzes, and once you start a quiz, it gives out a code. Once you put in the code, you're connected to the quiz. So the whole group? Yeah, so the oh. whole group is playing. Uh, typically, you would project um, the quiz like onto a screen or something. Uh, it'll show the question. You answer on your device. Oh, so it's showing. Okay, so it's kind of like the, when you play a game like that at a, at a at a eating establishment, like yeah. Applebee's or whatever, yeah. and everybody's playing at their table, and you get the leaderboard going. Right, and you do get more points the faster you answer. Oh, neat. Yeah. What's that called? Do you know the name of that website? I'll have to look it up. All right, we'll, yeah. we'll put it up in the show notes and on yeah. Twitter. So, okay, cool. If you want to get fancy like that, um, I have a couple of little, I got them off of Amazon. They're just little itty-bitty wooden little tic-tac-toe games. And what's fun about that is you're playing tic-tac-toe on this little wooden board. You don't even need the wooden board. You can do it on a piece of paper. And if you're going for a square and you're X and I'm O, now we play a, a match. And whoever wins that match gets that square. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so that's... The tic-tac-toe is a way of keeping score. It is in yeah. a way. And you're trying to win the game of tic-tac-toe versus how many games you're playing against the other player. Yeah. And um, and you can also, I've heard, I've heard people do other, they combine that with the tic-tac-toe with the deck challenges. So you have a you know a deck challenge of, you know, no, uh, no cards with damage over three or no cards with health over three or something like that. So the games are quicker. And, uh. Yeah, no taunts, no anything else. So the games are faster, and then you play a tic-tac-toe with that as well. See, the cool part about that is if I'm going for a square and I lose, now you get it. You could have a great advantage. Like if I was going for a block, because you had like two X's in a row, and I well, obviously I need to block that third one, and I'm going for that one. And if I lose that match, you get the, th- you get the third X, you win. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of stuff you can do. It really is. And, you know, the beauty of it is, is you don't, like we said before, you don't have to go all out to have the big fireside gathering event. You can just have a little Hearthstone event with your friends and gather them together and have good food, good times, good fun, play Hearthstone. Now, a great resource uh, that you can go to is a, a site that I'm a part of. It's called hsinkeepers.com, like hearthstoneinkeepers.com. Uh, the site is managed by one of the foremost innkeepers, uh, in at least North America, if not the planet, Scott Bites. And he has a lot of his ideas, a lot of resources are shared there. And you don't need to sign up. You can just kind of, you know, look through the website, look at the resources that are available. Uh, we didn't, we neglected to mention coloring. Uh, he, he has coloring pages. Sometimes that's just a fun event to do. There's that and a whole lot of other resources over at HS Innkeeper. So go give them a check out and uh, you'll find a lot of stuff to add to your Hearthstone event. We just want to take a little time to thank our Patreon supporters for the support in 2017. We're looking forward to a phenomenal 2018, but we can't do it without your support. If you got some time, head on over to patreon.com forward slash EIPS and you'll see the different subscription options available there. And we thank you for your support. I'm just a fly on the wall at Blizzard HQ.
I know that ain't much, but wish it was you. Fly on the wall. Hey Matt, I was just looking over the trouble ticket report, and I gotta say, your numbers are really good. Oh, hey Josie, thanks. I was thinking maybe you could share some advice with other members on the ticket team to bring their numbers up as well. Oh man, that'd be a great idea, but you know, it's simple to do. Here, watch. I just go over here to the ticket window, and I control A, that selects all, and then I right click, mark as resolved, and done. Now I just muddle around here in the auction house until, you know, more tickets come out. Matt? Yeah, Josie? Go home. But what about the lunch? Home. Mark? Yes, thank you. Cindy, get me GM ticket support on the phone. Oh, and Cindy, have security escort Matt off the property. I'm just a fly on the wall at Blizzard HQ. I know that ain't much, but wish it was you. Fly on the questions or comments about the show you can always email us at podcast at hearthcast.com we are also on twitter i am at hearthcast freck and root is at hearthcast root hey freck let me leave you with this if blizzard were to get into the cryptocurrency market which is all the rage today they could have blizz coins i'd buy them they kind of already have their own in-game currency. Anyhow, you can already buy gold, but it doesn't fluctuate with the market value in the real world. Imagine if you could invest real dollars into Blizz coins, which would be a cryptocurrency that could change in value with the markets. And then you had the option of cashing that in for cash, like you'd opt out of your Blizz coins, or converting that into in-game gold for whatever or currencies for whatever game you're playing. Just some food for thought there. But that about does it for this episode. I want to thank everyone that we've been chatting with over the break. And uh, we appreciate your patience as we needed a little bit of rest. So just wanted to thank our friends on Facebook, our followers on Twitter. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening.